Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk about the big head coaching hire right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. The Harbaugh's will face off next year when the Chargers and Ravens meet, and Jim Harbaugh will be coaching the Los Angeles Chargers. He signs a five-year deal, leaves Michigan after winning a national championship, and brings a ton of success to Los Angeles. What do you think from a fantasy perspective, Heath? Well, listen, I think that we have a lot left to learn about the Chargers this offseason. They've got some interesting cap decisions to make with Mike Williams, with Keenan Allen. Austin Eckler should be gone. They've got a bunch of they got draft picks to make. And so they got an offensive coordinator to hire. But at first glimpse, they should be more competent. I'm not sure that I love it yet for fantasy purposes for Justin Herbert. Let's see who what, what they're going to put around him. Right, uh, because the Jim Harbaugh just has a reputation of just running into the football. I gave this stat on the on the main show, but in his four seasons as head coach of the 49ers, San Francisco was third, third, second, and seventh in run rate. It was a fairly similar story at Michigan. And I think things like how they proceed with running back and who they hire as offensive coordinator, like they're going to give us some clues as to whether that continues or whether they want to keep throwing the ball 700 times a season. Heath and I made DFS lineups and they were almost exactly the same. So uh, what's our thinking for DFS this weekend? Our thinking is stack Brock Purdy with Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle. Bring it back with Jameer Gibbs and Amonra St. Brown chasing the score. And then find some guys to play in that Chiefs-Ravens game. I went with Clyde, Rasheed Rice, Zay Flowers, and the Chiefs defense. And I also went with Rasheed Rice and the Chiefs defense. I also went with Purdy, Ayuk, Kittle, and uh, Gibbs and St. Brown, right? And Gibbs and St. Brown. I the only difference is I had Jamison Williams, and and Justice Hill, right? And you had who were your two that were different? Clyde and Zay Flowers. Clyde and Zay Flowers. So that's uh, that's pretty much it. That's the difference between our lineups. But we're thinking if you're going to stack a team, it should be the San Francisco 49ers this weekend in DFS. All right, I'm looking at just randomly here the the mock draft we did just a couple of weeks ago, maybe even last week, and I'm just some questions for you. Do you think Nick Chubb should have been drafted ahead of Ken Walker and Ramondre Stevenson? No, I'm going to be extremely skeptical of Chubb coming off of another major knee injury um, at his age. So I, I expect him to be in a committee next year. Listen, we kind of saw the range with Javante Williams and Brees Hall of what it could be. But if there's a lot more Javante Williams than Brees Hulls, and especially at Chubb's age, I'm going to be skeptical. I don't, I don't think I would take him before round six. Do you think Ken Walker should have been drafted ahead of David Montgomery? At this point, I do not. They're both in what I expect to be committees. Now, it's always interesting when you have a coaching change and you have two t- very talented players at the same position. We don't necessarily know who they're going to favor or how they're going to distribute touches, but I do expect Walker to to share, and he's got enough injury concerns and coaching change concerns that I wouldn't. You know what I think is a little underrated right now is Christian Kirk. 
I took him in the middle of round six, right after Terry McLaurin went, just before George Pickens went. And he was pretty good with Calvin Ridley, and we don't even know if Ridley will be back next year. Right, yeah, I think the two things that we know is that Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram are going to have a big roles in this offense. We'll see who else they add, and we might be that like one of two things is going to happen. They're going to add a really big name, and Christian Kirk's value going to lose some value, or people are going to wake up to the fact that Christian Kirk is still the number one wide receiver for Trevor Lawrence. Brian Robinson went with a third pick of round seven right after Joe Mixon, just ahead of Aaron Jones. Uh, you know, Aaron Jones, obviously interesting. The only thing working against him right now is age, but Brian Robinson, we expect the offense to look pretty different in 2024. What do you think it means for Robinson? And do you think he has more potential than what we've seen? He, I think he definitely has more potential than what we've seen, but it's also like very, very low guarantee that he is the starting running back for the Washington Commanders. He is not the level of running back where I think he can guaranteed is guaranteed to survive a coaching change. So it's it's going to be very. He's a he's a wide range of outcomes kind of back. Round seven sounds pretty good. All right, that's Brian Robinson, and that is it for fantasy football today in five. Hope you all have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon.